talking today about the strike in Hollywood. What this means. Who's striking? Uh, I don't really know exactly because I haven't really been following it, but I know there's a strike right now and it's affecting the uh, making of TV shows, movies. Uh, and this has been going on all summer long, dude. Oh, man. I'm pretty sure, yeah. But it's a good thing, I believe. But we're going to talk a little bit about that today. Why? Uh, well, because I think Hollywood's a bad, it's a bad business. <laughs> they're not they're a little shysty a little shady a little shysty uh, and I would even go so far as to say potentially the false prophet of revelation well they're not the true prophet no they're not let's take a look at the scripture in revelation chapter 16 this is the mouth of Jesus saying this, by the way. And I saw three unclean spirits like frogs come out of the mouth of the dragon, out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. So let's just take a look at that passage right there. Let's identify this real quick. Who is the dragon? That's Satan. The devil. Lucifer before the fall. Uh, from grace uh, and it says here unclean spirits so these are three unclean spirits so both of these these three things here are all unclean spirits coming out of them and there's an unclean spirit coming out of the dragon an unclean spirit coming out of the beast and an unclean spirit coming out of the false prophet so Let's just read the next passage. This was 16, verse 13 of Revelation. Was it, what are you going to say? Does it say anything about clean spirits? No, be, right now, because it's just he's just addressing the evil right now. Yeah. And uh, let's, let's read 14 here. <coughs> 1614. For they are spirits of devils working miracles which go forth unto the kings of the earth and of the whole world to gather them to battle of that great day of God Almighty. So these entities, these three, the dragon, the beast, the false prophet, have unclean spirits, spirits of devils, working miracles, and they're going to battle against God, and obviously God's chosen. The 144,000. Yeah. But, we know who the dragon is here. We know who the beast is. There's the beast out of the sea, the Vatican. Do you think Jesuits. the 144,000 is God's Military whatever. Uh, I believe it's the first resurrection. It's the resurrection of those old souls, like Daniel, being rising in the last days to receive their allotted inheritance. And they are 
the ones that Jesus, when he died, he went down to bring them out of hell and take them to heaven. When Jesus was going, went to hell for those three days and nights, you know, like he, he descended into hell and like said, what's up, you know, to everybody in hell and then brought back those spirits like Moses and Daniel and Jeremiah, all the prophets and the patriarchs of of Judaism and stuff. Why did they go the first place? Because there was no salvation before Christ. Oh. So they're kind of in purgatory almost, so to speak, kind of. Oh, I guess that'd be the only place. Yeah, but it says, and the Apostle Paul also addresses this, these people, the, the first resurrection, I believe, when he says, we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses. Like, the great cloud of witnesses is the great multitude of believers, like patriarchs, prophets, that came before Christ, that their souls are like, you know, they were great men and women of God, you know, or whatever, and, you know, we're trying to make them proud, so to speak. This great cloud of witnesses that went before us, you know, that Jesus went down to, I believe, bring back up to heaven with him when he ascended back to the, the Father, you know, when he resurrected. What do you mean bring those people with them or whatever? Yeah, he went down to hell, declared the, the, the devil and, you know, Satan, dragon, whatever, that he had, like, overcame them and then ascended to the Father along with all these souls, you know, all these... <laughs> great souls of Judaism, you know, I believe, like Daniel. And God says to Daniel, in the last days, you will rise to receive your allotted inheritance. And so that rising is that, I believe, that resurrection of his soul. His soul is going to rise into a new body here on earth. He's going to be and going to be a part of one of those 12 tribes of Israel, so to speak. It gets me a lot. I don't, I can't wrap my mind around the fact that Jews don't think Jesus is God. <laughs> well, I assure you that all these resurrected souls that are going to rise in the last days to receive their allotted inheritance, like Daniel, and, you know, they're going to be believing in Jesus because. Jesus is responsible for them taking their soul out of Hades and bringing it back to the Father in heaven. Because otherwise, their souls would be condemned to hell. There would be no salvation for them. That's why Jesus came. Like, he did away with that old way of sacrificing, you know, in the temple and, you know, all that stuff. All those sacrifices and, and stuff that people had to do under the Mosaic Law. Jesus came to deliver them once and for all from that and so all those spirits who died before Jesus like they needed salvation and so Jesus came and he saved them and brought them back to be with God you know because they're God's people but the fact of the matter is is once again we're addressing what's taking place here, you know, the dragon, 
the beast and the false prophet. And I believe that these souls are getting ready for the battle of that great day of God Almighty. When? We don't know. Like Jesus says, nobody knows the time or day or the hour or anything. But we can, and there will be no signs. Not apparently, really. Apparently says there will be no signs. And this is what it says here. Let's read 15. That kind of goes along with what you're saying here. And it says, Behold, I come as a thief. Blesses he that watcheth and keepeth his garments lest he walk naked, and they see his shame. Uh-huh. That's what Jesus says. Remember, this is from Revelation chapter 16, verse 15. Jesus in the Gospels says, Behold, I come like a thief in the night. You know? At a time when the person of that place that the thief entered was not suspecting. Like you said, there is no sign. There is no... Like forewarning, so to speak. There is yeah. there is little things here and there that kind of pinpoint that it could be. Yeah. We could be getting there. Yeah. But once it happens, I mean, or before before it happens, there isn't no sign that it's about to happen. It just it comes like a thief in the night. It comes like a thief. Feel like come like a thief. Like you unsuspecting times that you wouldn't imagine. That just put my mind at ease. Well, if you are, like it says, blessed is he that watcheth and keepeth his garments. So it's just like, if you're doing that, then you're fine, yeah. You will be at ease. But, we're identifying these three things really here. The dragon, the dragon is the devil, Satan. Lucifer before the fall. The beast. We know who the beast is. It's the papacy, Vatican, and also America. There's there's two beasts. But I believe this is talking about the beast out of the sea. The, the first beast. You know, the, the one that rules all over the world. America just rules one continent, so to speak, kind of. You know what I mean? Uh, Whereas the beast rules many continents. Well, well I, I don't know. America has down. They can be anywhere in the world and like I forget the hours but like eighteen hours or they can have a fleet of ships. That's probably true. I mean but we only exercise, so to speak, power here in America, you know, I mean, because we're only one system, you know, that rules one area, so to speak, whereas the beast out of the sea, the Vatican, the papacy, whatever you want to call it, the Pope, rules many, <laughs> many continents, you know what I mean, so to speak, but you're right, America has access to those different areas. You know, of the world. There's no doubt. I mean, bases, military bases that we have all over the world. Yeah, I mean, we we have occupancy in a, a lot. I mean, pro- probably every country. I would imagine to some degree. But we're still 
inferior to the ultimate beast, which is Rome. The the city on seven hills or whatever. Rome, Italy, quiet, we'll see. Tells me there's one going on there. Yeah, there is. Yeah, definitely. And there has been a lot going on there for a long time. You know, I think. You know. But we were talking about last podcast, a few days ago, we were talking about, you know, this Israel thing. You know, and how we were kind of saying that, uh, you know, Israel might be obliterated off the face of the earth to usher in the new Jerusalem. Do you remember that? Yeah. And now we're kind of saying, okay, well, this kind of bears witness to prophecy. There's an enemy against Jerusalem that could, that has intentions to wipe it off the face of the earth. You know what I mean? To destroy that, you know, area. You know what I mean? Like, they want to... That's why they're doing what they're doing, you know? There's an enemy. What are they thinking? But is this all just meant to be, though? That there is supposed to be this enemy, this opposition, and is eventually going to... decimate it. Oh, my view would... Assume that there could be an enemy, so why would there be? Yeah. Ultimately, though, I feel like we're trying to bring this to light as it could be bearing witness to the end times prophecies. Just like this thing with, once again, going back to the strike in Hollywood and if Hollywood is affiliated with the false prophet is of the false prophet eventually it's going to we're going to see some kind of just like in Israel if this is any truth to this that we're talking about just like there's any truth to this about Israel or Hollywood being the false prophet we should see some kind of manifestation of it and maybe this strike stuff is is all a part of it going away you know like the it being shut down because it's bad because it's has unclean spirits and spirits of devils working miracles and that's really what Hollywood does like Hollywood does miracles Really. I mean, they create miracles through the technology of how they manipulate everything, you know, that you watch. You know, they make some of the most craziest things you could possibly imagine come to light through... TV. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it really is a miracle-working kind of... And ultimately, I think... Well, it isn't such anything in this for one thing. But it's not real, though. It's miracles. It's like miracles... And, and it's like... It's miracles of devils. <laughs> devils are like giving these people the ability to, I believe, create all this stuff that defies... Like... 
everything. It's like they, I mean, with the superhero kind of stuff that they project, you know, the abilities that they have that they create through, you know, graphic design or whatever. I mean, I don't know what do you even call it. You know, what do you even call some of this stuff, some of this technology they're using to manipulate uh, these scenes. You know, to make these people like. You know, ride motorcycles off of cliffs and, you know, whatever, you know, and just, and still live, you know, stuff of that nature. It just, or get into an accident and be able to live through it, you know, that looks like a real life accident or something. Or, I mean, it's something that just is insane, you know, like that is totally realistic to the eye, but it's, wasn't, didn't really happen in real life. It was designed through computers and technology. And I believe that's working of miracles. See, really, the false prophet is what the dragon and the beast need to control people, almost, kind of. They need that miracle-working capability through, like you said, TV. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And so, I mean, I think that really the false prophet could even be like not even necessarily just movies and TV shows. It could be even like maybe news outlets even too could be a part of the false prophet. You know, like maybe like CNN. for sure that music is talked about that you will no longer hear the music of Babylon anymore when Babylon falls officially falls it says like it says all the things that you're not able to like get anymore which is like high fashion uh, designer clothes or you know all the wonderful things like that Babylon made but some people are into that. the material and basically it's talking about all that the materialism that Babylon offered is no longer available just like the music is no longer heard after its fall you know so after its fall yeah after Babylon Falls, oh. that great city of Babylon, oh. which I believe is just ultimately like these three things, the the dragon, the beast, and the false prophet all being silenced, you know, their, or their power being overcome, you know, by God or, you know, whatever, I don't know. It seems to me it's God, because it says the great day of God Almighty, like these, these entities are all coming against God and God's going to make war against them in a battle. So it's the battle of the great day of God Almighty. But I just personally believe that if Hollywood is the false prophet and they are working miracles through technology to like influence people's minds and sidetrack them into nonsense or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. Away, just take them away from God. Yeah. You know, Turn their focus. Exactly. Just turn their focus away from God, which is what the ultimately the false prophet wants to do. It just wants to just take people away from God, you know, and just try to get them to do all that, the stuff that's contrary to what God wants, you know. Yeah. You know, I think that 
this this entity, you know, something that we need to bring to light. You know, ultimately, I feel here and what entity? Well, the the false prophet. You know, that's really what we're trying to do. Is like, unfortunately, identify this with Hollywood. I believe. Who is the false prophet? Oh, I believe Hollywood. That's what we're trying to establish here. Oh, Because we've established these other entities. The dragon. The beast. But we haven't identified the false prophet yet. And I think that this is really what it is. Because it's what to... It, it's what the, the... The devil wants to use to deceive people. And to force them into... And to force them to take the mark of the beast. My guess is people take the mark of the beast. Majority of them won't even know it happened. Yeah. But who's responsible for that? It's the false prophet. The false prophet is the one that's responsible and I think that technology is utilized particularly by Hollywood what promotes that falsity that lie you know to the people to the masses to the sea the multitudes of people yeah and I think that all this stuff with this striking in Hollywood is because it's bad and like well, it needs well, to go away. Well, the main of these striking people have God. Hell no. So that's their first mistake. But see, all these people that don't have God that are a part of this industry, you know, they just align themselves with. The false prophet, so they don't care. It's just their way of life. It's just they don't care. They don't care. It's a false prophet. They just want to get back to work. Uh-huh. <laughs> they just want a fair, a fair deal. Well, there's no fair deals with the devil, my friends. Uh-huh. And you're working for the devil. I'm sorry. Look yeah. at all the stuff you've promoted. It's all the devil, dude. It has nothing to do with God. It's not glorify God. We were talking about the uh, horror movies and stuff the other night. Remember? I thought we were talking about the horror movies and and like uh, like how well all I know is Blake was obsessed with horror movies and it brought death yeah and see that's that's a part of like what the, the false prophet wants to do through like people enjoying this evil these evil movies and stuff, you know, that have nothing but darkness to kind of breed. The feeling of Fred Blake died by mysterious causes. Yep. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's too bad, but. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, uh, 
little more post coverage after hours, late night, whenever you're about done with the podcast, we're going to do some more. Because <laughs> we believe in it, and we have some stuff to say. We're all about the potty talk. <laughs> Indeed. This potty cast. Potty cast? <laughs> <laughs> it's just really a potty talk. <laughs> it's good old fashioned potty talk, you know? <laughs> Good potty talk. It's talking about the good. I'm trying to bring out the good stuff that's happening. Proper perspectives to have on things. When we see the strike of the Screen Actors Guild, we say, "Who cares? Why is there so? Why is there people that are so infatuated with creating false realities and having people lie?" To a camera, portraying a role of somebody that they're really not. Yeah. Do they even know who they are? Even. Uh huh. Are they somebody, or are they just a fiction of our reality, or a figment of our reality? <laughs> a fiction of our reality, or a figment of our reality? The same thing, right? A fiction is a figment. A figment is a fiction. They would be a non-fiction reality a non-fiction oh, no. so they would be fiction yeah they're fictional yeah. they're fictional yeah. yeah a fictional and a figment they're a fiction of our reality and a figment of our reality a fictional figment a fictional figment that's very good <laughs> that's what we like to hear we like to hear the interchange interplay of the vowels and the syllables and the quatrains and the... What you can switch the fab for. Yeah. But it's the inner, it's the interplay of the anchors. Yeah. Anchors interplay. Ooh. Bring in the potty uh, talk. Uh, yeah, you gotta be good with your words, your syllables, your vowels, your nouns. Yeah. <laughs> your basic vocabulary uh, setup. Of English. <laughs> English. See, English. Hey, come through those. Microphone and buy some more beer. <laughs> Been uh, doing some Popworks Urban Brewery tonight on set. Getting a little hazy IPA India Pale Ale. And a little brewski on the set. India Pale 
Elvis gone. <laughs> Just the can now. Oh man, it's a nice can. I do think about beer when I was the bad can. <laughs> resonates alcoholic beverage goodness yes 6.2 volume to be precise I wonder what people think about our podcast what was that well equating the screen actors guild of Hollywood and that whole industry and stuff is being associated with the beast and that they are really promoting lies to the world exposing them yep exactly and I have something to prove this almost that there's a there used to be I don't know if there still is there used to be a food chain called Planet Hollywood that had like the Hard Rock Cafe yeah I know what that is I think we have one here we might have but Planet Hollywood why do they call it Planet Hollywood because the false prophet is something that is all over the planet uh-huh. it's called Hollywood it's called Hollywood the wood of the of the sorcerer casting its spell planet Hollywood Hollywood because that's really what it is it's once again it's the play on words that they use it's just like how the owner of Daimachio's Chrysler or excuse me Daimler Chrysler <laughs> called his business Daimachio's Chrysler which is really named after the god of metallurgy and fire, which uh-huh. is Daimachios Christ, are one of the names that he was known in different one of the different pagan civilizations of the world. Just like he was known as Tubalcane and Agni and Hephaestus and uh-huh. Atar, which is where we get the word Atari from. Uh, yeah, he is known under a bunch of different names and. The one who called his business Daimler Chrysler had to name it after Daimachios Chrysler. I mean, there's no, there's no way. Just like Hollywood is named after Hollywood, the wood that the the sorcerer used to cast his spell, because a sorcerer always has a wand and it's made out of a wood, usually almond wood. I didn't know you were so versed on wizards. I am. <laughs> and that's what Hollywood is. It's a spell-casting potion. They're trying to cast a spell on the world. A deceptive spell. That's why it's the false prophet, I believe. And I think that, like, all this with, like, the Screen Actors Guild strike was really... It was really just, like need to go away dude they're they're promoting like negative not edifying stuff 
in our world, dude. I hate to say it. Fucking negatory, man. That's negatory. It's very negatory, and you said it. We're exposing them. For what they are. Yeah, what else will we be doing here? Nothing. Otherwise, we're just one of those stupid people who's just babbling about kind of dumb stuff. What dumb stuff are we babbling about? Only because we have to, because people want to hear the dumb stuff for some reason. I don't know why. Are they dumb? stuff that's being kind of mundane stuff that as some point or another you think is ridiculous yeah but well, you watch it you listen to it because it's a part of the collective whole, the collective all, or whatever we call it, right? And the collective all is all kind of the same. They all kind of... Well, I'm wondering what we're going to say next. Yeah, they are. Everybody's wondering what everybody's going to say and do next. What are they going to do? We're going to do this podcast. And we're going to talk about this stuff right now that we're talking about. This is what we're talking about right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. We're gonna talk exactly about what's coming out of our mouth at this given moment. So don't interrupt. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about this stuff that we're talking about right now. And what is it that we're talking about? It's what we're talking about. <laughs>
We don't have a list. <laughs> Matt, I didn't know that. I'm sorry, we don't have a list here. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a hit list. That was doing no beers. No, you got a little bit left. Nice. Do you like to enjoy a little bit of refreshments here on the set? Couples to provide the best experience for you, the viewer. Well, Delicious IPA. Yep. It's very good. It's been a nice refreshment here on the set tonight. Hope you're enjoying the entertainment. Hope you're still with us. I'm about to kill this beer. I'm about to kill mine too. I got about a little bit of a swig left. some kind of fuzz floating around. No. You haven't seen that that knot yet. We're dealing with a knot here on the set that keeps on flying by. He must have got him. I don't think I got him. No. Oh, he scared him away. I don't think so. I don't think those things get scared away of much. I don't think uh, gnats get really scared of much either. I like to pretend that little things like gnats have a human consciousness. (laughs) That's a very interesting point. Do insects like that have any sort of like a capacity in their minds no. to understand what we are and the grand schematics of the environment I, they're in? And I think that if it was necessary, the Bible would have told us about insects and what they think. Animals or what they think and crap like that. That's not for us to know or even care about. That's true, but it makes you wonder, though, if they do, nevertheless, have some sort of understanding about, like you said, like a human capacity mind or way of understanding things, so to speak. Understanding that this is the room of death. <laughs> exactly. Just like a squirrel when he like darts across the road, does he not think about like possibly getting hit and squir- squished underneath a car? You know what I mean? Squirched. Squirched. <laughs> well, it's kind of a messed up thing. It's kind of a squished. 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 Huh. It makes you wonder, do they have some kind of capacity or they just blindly just like dart off into just the 
kamikaze, like, suicidal, you know, like, squirrel mode. Kamikaze suicidal squirrel mode. <laughs> Are you somebody who is just starting into the middle of an intersection in the oncoming traffic, not heeding any sort of caution, casting caution to the wind, just darting right in front of that oncoming traffic like I a squirrel. Think, I think there's 20-something-year-old girls out there that are driving their four focus into dangerous traffic and not even knowing what they're doing. And just hitting those squirrels. <laughs> yeah. Texting on their phone and just like, oh, squirrel darts out in front of them and then hitting them. Uh. Very well could be an explanation for the the burgeoning number of squirrel deaths in our city these I, days. they notice. I'm just wondering if these people are intentionally targeting the squirrels. Or if the squirrels are blindly darting out in the oncoming traffic, not understanding that they're leading to their deaths. Uh-huh. <laughs> that is, is a suicide mission. <laughs> and that's why a lot of people are living. They don't give a fuck. They're darting in the oncoming traffic like a squirrel. Uh-huh. Into a busy intersection. And <laughs> Thinking he's going to make it across safely. And that's why I broke up with Haley. Well, she broke up with me. But my whole thing with her was I used to get so mad. Because she was like... The diagnosing the squirrel with everything. Squirrel, 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 squirrel. Yeah. He's gonna piss me off. Yeah. I got so mad. Yeah. So mad. And she was an angel. <laughs> well, at least you can admit it. But I know what? She was too soft for me. Too much of a softie. And I need someone with a little bit more backbone. I think I got him, dude. Backbone. I think I got him, dude. Nice. Where is he? Ground it right there and like right there. I think. I think I got the mat. That was not soft. So I was not a softie on that one. So we get the net bat. Nat bat mat. 
Nat Bat Anchor Matt. I'm the Anchor Matt Nat Bat. I got him. Nat Bat Anchor Matt. I like it. <laughs> Nat Bat Anchor Matt. I like that. 